0: Welcome to Explore the Space. We're digging into healthcare issues that matter most. Our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers. There is a gulf between healthcare and our communities. This is the place to talk about it. Now here's your host, Dr. Mark Shapiro.
1: Welcome back to Explore the Space podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shapiro, and welcome to a very special 300th episode of Explore the Space podcast. I'm honestly in a mood to celebrate. This is an extraordinary milestone. I am so happy that you are here. I am so happy that this project has hit this place. 300 episodes. I'm just delighted. This is so exciting. You know, I started this project back in 2015. I had no idea of what it was going to be, where it was going to go. And now here we are 300 episodes, Explore the Space is listened to in 169 countries around the world. We are coming up on 600,000 downloads. We've got this extraordinary community, and it's just, it's a wonderful ride. And, you know, I've always thought of it as this thing that I was doing myself, and it's just my show, and I'm unaffiliated, and that's wrong. Uh, I've come to realize that this is our community, and we really have all worked to make this very, very special We've made this a place where people can be courageous, where people can be vulnerable, where we can have fun, where we can be whole people. And these are some of the qualities of Explore the Space that I am really, really proud of. I'm also really proud of the fact that this has become a place for advocacy. There is content in the archive, which you can obviously check out at www.explorethespaceshow.com. On subject matter that, quite honestly, back in 2015, I was not courageous enough to tackle. And through a lot of people helping me and coaching me and giving me feedback... We now address really important topics that affect people all around the world. Climate change, gender equity, structural racism, gun violence, leadership, mentorship. It's this whole new panoply of topics and subject matter and guests and conversations that just make this such an extraordinary and unique place, particularly for a podcast that is Within the space of healthcare, though the intention, of course, obviously, is to have it be open to a very broad audience, and I I like to think that in that approach, we have been successful, and it's just another one of the many things I'm incredibly proud of. We also have a tradition of family on the show, so episode 100 was my dad, uh, Des Shapiro, and episode 200 was my mom, Margaret Shapiro. And now, also, my wife has been a huge part of the show since the beginning. My wife, Jessica, is the voice of Explore the Space. She is the voice in the intro. She is the voice in the outro. She's also been on the show twice, originally episode 46, where she came to talk about her experiences with breast cancer. And we re-aired that as episode 153. So you can check those out. The content is pretty much the same. It's really the introductions that are different because the timing around those is different. And then she was a guest on med lasso episode 247 she came on and we had an absolute blast talking about this wonderful other creation that's part of this explore the space world of med lasso another absolute blast so episode 300 the next part of the family my sister karen karen stone is here and i'm absolutely delighted that you guys get to meet my sister she is one of the most fun people you could ever hope to meet and that's really our subject matter we get to talk about having fun and uh, in this extraordinary and difficult and challenging and even aspirational days here towards the end of 2022. Having fun is something we we have to work out. We have to do with intention and we can obviously get so much out of it. And having that conversation with my sister was extraordinarily special. Before we get to it, please do check out the archive www.explorethespaceshow.com. We're on all the usual podcast platforms. Please do leave us a rating. And look, if you want to leave us a celebratory review for episode 300, that would be awesome. Five star reviews always really help us out. Please do keep sharing the show with your friends and your colleagues and your family. You can find me on social media at ETS Show on Twitter, at Explore the Space Show on Instagram. And of course, you can email me anytime, mark at explorethespaceshow.com. The episode with Karen is amazing. It is waiting for you. But before that, a couple of special guests. Jessica, welcome to episode 300. I'm happy you're here.
0: Thanks for having me back.
1: It's quite a celebration. This is really cool. It is. You've been on the show a couple of times, and you're the voice of the show. You do our intros and your outros, so it's been a big part of what you and I do to entertain ourselves as well.
0: (laughs) I'm very special. (laughs) I'm very honored and very special.
1: I'm happy you're here. I'm delighted you're the voice of the show, and I'm really excited that we get to welcome another voice to the show. Our son is here. Welcome, pal. Hi, Daddy. It's great to have you here, buddy. What do you think about being on on Explore the Space podcast? I love it. You love it. That's awesome. What do you think when, when you hear daddy say, All right, pal, I'm going to go record? I like it. You like it? That's wonderful. Well, I'm really happy you're here. I'm glad you're now part of this gigantic family all around the world. I love you, buddy, and this is awesome that you're here.
0: I love you too, Dad. Now, here's Auntie Karen.
1: Karen, welcome to Explore the Space podcast. I'm happy you're here.
0: So happy to be here, Mark.
1: I should say, welcome back. You were on before. You did a Med Lasso episode a few months ago with Mark and Syed. It was super fun. So much fun.
0: I can't wait for it to come back.
1: Oh my gosh. Everyone is on, on Tenterhooks, but no more so than for what we're doing today. This is episode 300 of Explore the Space podcast. So you were only the right choice. Dad was 100. Mom was 200. And so, of course, my sister Karen should be 300.
0: Love it. I'm so excited to be here. So much fun.
1: Why? Why is it fun? What is it about this that's fun? Because look, the quest for fun right now, the quest for having fun late in 2022, that's like premium activity. That is so important to be seeking out things that are fun. So I'm glad that you say that this is fun. Why?
0: You know what? I think joy is a better, joyful is the better word, actually, because it's like, you know, fun can be an escape. Fun can be watching TV, but like joyful and exciting is getting a little bit out of your comfort zone, doing something that's perhaps new, getting to have a dialogue in a special setting, special place, your show, um, which has really become
1: extraordinarily <laughs> popular and famous. Let's just
0: Exactly. Yes. Iconic. <laughs> I was gonna say iconic. Uh um, you let know. You say it. Yeah, I think that's why it's um I say it's fun, but it really is a it's just a tremendous opportunity.
1: Is it yeah. harder to have fun now? So you're two years older than me. Is it mm-hmm. harder to have fun now than it was when we were teenagers? Or is it easier or is it just different?
0: Such a good question. I mean, so Halloween was last night um Halloween's for our listeners, last night, right? Was fun.
1: That was and- proper cool.
0: But I think the thing is, at our age, right, we are carrying quite a responsibility, quite a load. We're both raising children. We have households, like we have jobs, we carry a big load. So fun isn't as at your fingertips. We don't get to be as spontaneous. We don't get to be as self-interested and self-serving as we once were. So fun, like last night, for example, I was so excited because both of my teenage girls had great plans. Right. So I was like, all systems go, they are plans. And all of a sudden I left, I found myself by myself because one was off with friends in our neighborhood. The other was off in another, you know, the girls were gone and my husband was driving one of them to Sebastopol. So like, and I was like, Oh, this, this isn't fun. These weren't my plans, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I've been so excited, but, you know, I find my own joy in the running out of candy and calling you desperately to reload me. Um, but, you know, it's just interesting. So, yeah, I, I find fun has to be super intentional, has to be planned um, for me that it looks like getting to hang out with the special people in my life in intentional ways, you know, and it, it, it takes work.
1: I remember you as always being good at this that, you know, when we were kids, it, you always had something going on. You always had friends, college, like your collegiate experience was like the epic, you know, written about aspirational college experience. And then, you know, off to all of the other things that you did. Do you feel like having fun is something that's come easy to you or do you pay attention to it?
0: I think it came easy to me and now I have to pay attention to it. And it's not easy now because again, I, I I'm more concerned with occupied by experience of the people that I'm caring for.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. You know? But then when you have the opportunity to have fun does mm-hmm. it resonate more or is it just kind of getting you back to that same level
0: resonates so much more it's like i can't believe i get to do this i went dancing (laughs) with my friend um last last weekend two weekends ago at the flamingo there was a dj and we went dancing i mean i just don't ever do that and honestly she kind of had to talk me into it really and just like yeah and i had to to
1: say no to fun right when someone puts something in front of you Right. Really, I can't, I know. I, there's always 10 I'm reasons not to. too
0: late. I got to wake up the yeah. next day. But honestly, right. when you commit yourself, and I, you know, I kept having it. You are going. You can't flake. You made plans. You're tired. Who cares? You're going. You have nothing to wear. Too bad. You're going. And like, when I was there, I was like, this is the best thing ever, right? Like, yeah. and yeah. you just have to, but then you also have to stay in the moment. You can't think about all the stuff I got to do tomorrow. And, you know, so you, yes, to answer your question, it's hard work to have fun. And it has to be, you have to be intentional about it. You have to be in the moment about it. You have to be making choices to make it happen. And sometimes you even have to be making sacrifices. Like I'm going to be tired tomorrow, but I'm going to do this anyway. Right. Right. So, yeah.
1: Are there things that have popped up for you recently that have been fun or things that you have said, I'm going to try this and it's going to happen that have been fun and you didn't expect it or didn't think they would be fun at all or had way more fun than you thought. And I'll go first because I have one. Yes. Okay. My son's soccer We got him on the hook to sign up, but it was late and they were way oversubscribed. And the commissioner said, if you are able to coach, we'll put him on a team because we're short of coaches. If you're not able to coach, that's okay, but he'll be on a very long wait list. So I said, well, I guess I guess I'm an assistant under eight soccer coach now. And at the time it was like, all right, let's move things on the calendar and let's get out the Google calendar and start adding more stuff to it. Holy cow. But let's see what happens, right? And it was the best. I mean, it was every practice was so much fun. Every game was so fun watching my son get better, watching the kids get better, but also just watching them find joy and fun in that process of improvement. And it was amazing. And we had our last game and there were trophies and claps and smiles. And it was so fun. And yeah, I just went into it thinking ugh, another chore, but I'll do it. Um, It's worth it to, okay, let's do that again. That was, that was legit.
0: Totally. And you know what? It's like about getting your mind right. You know, I'm going to do this thing and I'm not going to worry about all the stuff I'm not able to get to because of it. I'm not going to worry about, am I good enough or am I, you know, supposed to do that? You know, (laughs) you say those
1: are like, they're easy. Are you kidding? I obsess about that stuff endlessly.
0: Absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, I think what (laughs) to answer your question, it's like the little things, the two things that come to mind were both last night when I was left to my own devices, answering the door and giving out candy, I kind of committed myself to it. And it was like, you know, how sweet is this? Like, even if yeah. I'm, you know, if I'm, these kids are so sweet and get looking at the costumes and our house was decorated really beautifully um, yeah. by the kids. And so it's like, I got to hear all of the exclamations around that. And so like that ended up being really fun. And then the other little things that end up being fun that you I look upon as chores, but like I drive a ton. I drive the kids all all over the place, all the right. time. And you know, those are such optimum opportunities because it's like alone time, It captive audience the drive home after you you've know? dropped
1: them off somewhere is premium time. And
0: that is also premium time too. You get <laughs> to pick sure. the music, you get to
1: <laughs> absolutely you know,
0: I had to drive pretty late last night to pick up one of my kids and the music on the way was great and I was exhausted. But the chats on the way home were equally as great. And you know, you never know what you're gonna get. You could get a grumpy tired teenager or you could get a teenager who wants to tell you the story. Last
1: night was interesting though. So last night was Halloween and obviously this will air a little bit after the fact. It was nuts. It was nuts. I mean the streets all around our community where we live, all around were packed. They were packed. It was awesome. And I was thinking about it actually last night and I'm thinking about it again, kind of during the day today, because it was so cool and talking with my friends and texting with everybody and everyone's saying like, that was really, really neat. Do you think there is a, a wider situational awareness of like, let's really put energy into having fun that when there is that moment when it's Halloween or whatever, Sunday for football or what taco tuesday whatever the Mm -hmm. case Mm -hmm. that there's like a lot more intention like look these this is rough right now this has Mm -hmm. been hard Mm -hmm. let's lock in as a community and when there's a chance like let's really dial it up or am i kind of being pie in the sky as i know i can be sometimes
0: i think you might be onto something with that i mean you know maybe it's i don't know if i you know i do tend to frame things around having kids and i know that doesn't apply to everybody but like We those these kids all missed out on stuff. When we talk about Halloween, we're like, ah, we didn't, you know, this is the first year we've really gotten to go for it. And so like, let's make it epic. Right. I I think you could be right. And it might be subconscious, but
1: I'd be curious what people think. I think maybe Mm -hmm. it's worth once this goes Mm -hmm. up kind of posing that question on social media, too, because look. There's also, like, there's a lot of privilege that comes with a statement like that, and Mm -hmm. I acknowledge that fully. Mm -hmm. But also, I think for our region, last night was pretty great, too, because it's the last month of October. And October, Mm -hmm. the last five years, has been really stressful because of wildfires Mm -hmm. with predicted rain today. And it rained today. Right. I I felt that made me feel great. That really, like, last night, knowing that, hey, there's rain predicted tomorrow and today's the last day of October, that by itself was like a huge rock out of my backpack, without a doubt. So I think we all have things, it just might, maybe the timing would be different. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's worth thinking about, because then when, situational awareness is a big deal. And when we have it, then we can Mm -hmm. be more locked in, hopefully.
0: Yeah. And you know, opportunities, I always think about like, because we always, we all have so much on our minds, um, opportunities to get out of our heads and into our bodies or whatever, however you want to call it. You know, I think- it's not a, it's not a, it's a distraction, but it's like, we feel it's a positive distraction to be like seeking joy and seeking community and creating something, you know, I think we feel good afterwards and it helps us feel refreshed to face the things we, you know, have to deal with, whether it's voting, cleaning the house, you know, like (laughs) getting to work the next day, you know, all the things. And I agree with you, you know, it does feel like privilege to get to say that but it doesn't mean we don't own it we don't want to share it because we all have to find our joys in our own ways to keep us going you know
1: what are the things that routinely that don't just sort of fall out of the sky that are routinely like yeah that this is on the calendar and this is fun where where are you dialing?
0: Mm, yeah, I think it's the socializing for me right now. You yeah. know, making yeah. sure I get to like see my people, and I I'm not great at it, but you know, trying to keep a routine what? around it and what? being <laughs> spontaneous whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, around uh, 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 it. This is no, this is the uh, this is where I go from being the host to being your little brother. Uh, you're not good at socializing no i am good at that is one you're of right. the most absurd things you've ever said
0: i'm good at socializing i'm not always good at like okay. making it happen you know like oh, in this day, okay right? that's an
1: important distinction because i was okay. like wait a minute I- you're like my role <laughs> model in this what the heck okay uh, that's a f- thank you for the clarification
0: yeah you know like because when you're and- there
1: you're like okay. a, you're a hall of famer Wow, well, thanks
0: Thanks. I got to, I got to have something up there. Right. I mean,
1: while I, while I was
0: busy, like excelling at having fun, you were busy going to medical, getting ready to go to medical school. So, you know,
1: you know, we, there's a conversation to be had about the value, but people ask me like, Mm -hmm. you know, this comes up in conversations and conferences. And so what advice would you have for, you know, an incoming medical student, really any kind of Graduate student, perhaps, or someone maybe doing training after college, but you know, for me, it's you know medical school or residency. And my answer is always is the same: it's not remember to have fun; it's remember how to have fun. Because there were for sure long stretches where I forgot how to have fun for me, what things were actually fun, and then how to make them happen. And you lose sight of yourself when you're in that place, right? When you're not, for me, you know, playing tennis and being social and meeting up with friends on Sundays to watch football and traveling. Um, Even if it's just like day trips, you know, in medical school when none of us have any money and we're all running up crazy student debt, but there's still like bike rides and hikes and things like you forget how to do that. And you're, you're, you're on the struggle bus and I've been there and it's not comfortable. Um, So it's remembering how to do it. That's just like any other muscle, right? If you lift, you're going to build it. If you don't, it's going to atrophy.
0: And you took a year off, right? Between undergrad and medical school. I mean, that was, yeah. do you, is that something you recommend?
1: I wish I'd taken more time. Yeah. I mean, even though I didn't have like a great deal of earning capacity, you know, I had a history major degree from UCLA. Like, it's not like I was eminently hireable, but yeah, it was great. And when mm-hmm. I went to medical school, you know, I hit the ground running and I had great friends and it was a great environment where I went to medical school. I mean, you remember, I went to Houston to, to Baylor Um, It was a really intense environment, and so for me, kind of applying and getting accepted, I was like, this really fits my personality, and I think in reality, now that I can look back on it, and I don't say this as a criticism, I think it might not have been a very good fit for me because I was a supercharged person going into a supercharged environment, so I was really enabled, and all of the things that were becoming maladaptive for me were pretty normal there, Um, as opposed to places where the tempo is maybe a little bit slower, the expectations, not that they're not high, but just... I don't know, reinterpreted perhaps. Um, And so there was some, some dark roads (laughs) uh, in those four years for sure. And then come to residency and more dark roads. And that's part of the challenge. Um, I'm certainly better now. And I remember like the thing that was so helpful for me was just getting back to playing tennis. I remember when I finished my residency, I got my first paycheck and I treated myself to a tennis lesson. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was like, you know, 50 bucks or something like that at the public courts in Pacific beach. And I played with the same coach for like three years and it just, that was what I had lost. I, tennis is my game. I, I played yesterday. I had a lesson yesterday for the first time. And I don't even know how long, and it was a blast. It was the best. Yeah. I buzz off of it for three days if I do that. But if I forget, if I don't remember how to have fun, it's hard. And I, yeah. you know, everyone's experiences around that are different, but that's the lesson that is so important for me. Mm -hmm. How do you remember how to do it as opposed to doing it and all right, all right, I'm going to go to remember the how to part.
0: Right. And it's funny. It's like you're making me think of. It's like exercise, right? Exercise makes us feel so good because I'm thinking about what you make me think of when you talk about this is is um, the role that the Peloton played for me during Oh, the dude. pandemic and i know for you dude. as well there okay. was so much fun in it so much joy a feeling of connection and then of course you're getting exercise right the endorphins that come off that last you for days and then you look forward to your next peloton class you're like oh i'm going to do this tomorrow and you start right. planning ahead and um right and i find because i've gotten out of the routine of that now that we're back in the grind you know um <laughs> and i i i Crave getting back to it because it, it's that beacon to me. And it's sort of like, why am I not?
1: You are awaited. That, right? You are, you are awaited. <laughs> I know.
0: Why do we not choose the things that not only bring us joy, but like make us feel, make us feel good in our bodies and our minds. But it's it, it's the, it's the quest that you're talking about. Right. Right. Choosing the things that are going to sustain us in the long term.
1: But also remembering, too, and I think this is the sophistication that just comes with, look, not to sound like a platitude with a little bit of experience, is that how you have fun when you're 22 and how you have fun when you're 46 are really different. Yeah. So the muscles are different, right? 22 is just head out and your pals are already there. Mm -hmm. as opposed to, all right, let's get on the text thread and get the Google calendar out. And okay, I've got this afternoon. No, I'm on call that day. No, I've got soccer. It's a totally different experience. I think it takes a lot more um, of like a can-do attitude and a lot more of persistence to continually text your friends and, you know, those sorts of things. Cause it's just, it's a different toolbox to, to do it now. I think that's why a lot of people in my circles, enjoy social media because you can be on Twitter and be kind of going back and forth with people. And, you know, you can do that while you're exercising. You can do it while you're folding laundry. You can do it while whatever. Um, so you can still have that little bit of an experience, I, I guess. I think that's probably part of why I enjoy it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said all that, like you and I have had some fun together. Like, we really there were, have. We had the years where we didn't get along super well. And then you went off to college and I went off to college and something changed and I can't really define it. And I don't care because um, it just got awesome. And uh, we've had some fun for sure.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I'm thinking back to that time and I think it was when you were in the gap year and I was living in San Francisco and you would just come and hang out for like chunks of out. time oh and our God. cousin would come from south africa and yeah. i mean we would really get after
1: it yeah he's coming to visit us in a couple of weeks too and it's going to be very different I know. Going, hey buddy what's yeah. up okay let's have, have, have an early dinner.
0: Right. <laughs> early dinner early dinner early oh
1: dinner. he's our international rock star cousin yeah. who just gets after it and all of us are just like <sighs> Oh, he know. is what the model.
0: <laughs> he is the model for still being in your late or reasonably mid forties and still being able to get after it. I don't know how
1: he does it. he gets after it for sure. Yeah. yeah, he definitely can get after it, and he can stay up late, and he can do all those things. I've I seen it happen. He should
0: do a TED talk around that, or he needs to do some <laughs> kind of um, master class for oh the rest God. of us.
1: I'm going I'm to nominate <laughs> him when he's out here.
0: Seriously,
1: he would do an amazing TED talk. Oh, what would you give goodness. a TED talk on?
0: Oh, you know, I'm loving this conversation. Like, I feel like this finding joy and making place for joy and fun. It's a highly
1: sought after topic.
0: You know, like clearing the way so that you can be having the life that you want, even when there's obstacles and even when there's challenges. And because, you know, one of the things I was thinking about when you were like when we decide that we're going to do something for ourselves as parents, as spouses, we are then choosing that somebody else is going to have to maybe wait or their thing has to, so like we're having to, we're not just getting after it for ourselves anymore. Right. Like if I'm going to go out for dinner, let's say that means somebody else is going to have to cover dinner or, you know, and, but, but we need to do that makes us better parents. Spouses, workers, all the things. When we're taking care of ourselves and our cup is full, right? So I think that when you ask me about the TED Talk, I think that's not that I'm good at it, but just that like it is. I'm super mindful of it. It's the quest. Um, I don't think people
1: want someone that's quote unquote good at it because mm -hmm. no one's good at it. Right? Like you said, like find the life you want. It doesn't exist because you. We all want things that we ain't gonna get. There are going to be factors that are both internal and external that we may have some amount of control over or none mm-hmm. and there's no getting around them. So, you know, if, if the Ted talk says, find the life you want, you're a self-help guru and I don't want to hear it. If it's <laughs> look, let's have an honest conversation mm-hmm. about where we are and get some situational awareness and then strategies that can be helpful when you've got that spare hour. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear because yeah. that's what happens. Like I'll get that out. I'll get that half hour driving home. How do I optimize this? How do I make this count? So that, You know, for the next eight hours, I've got something cool in the jar as opposed to just, you know, a broken jar that's cutting my hand open over and over (laughs) again. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: No, totally. And
1: yeah,
0: I always think that that's what you, why, what, like you are, um, I look to you for that because you're so good at being curious and bringing like, not like maybe not knowing all the answers, but being able to ask the right questions and facilitate the conversation so that you you don't have to be the expert, but you're able to like bring the
1: conversation. And that's what you're so good at. And that's why
0: your show is so fun to listen to and be a
1: part of. That's a nice thing for you to say. Thank you. What are three things that you can give to the listeners? Three things that you have enjoyed, mm-hmm. widely available, food, television program, Peloton, m- modality, something like that exercise something, three things mm-hmm. you've enjoyed that you think are generally available that people should check out.
0: Okay. Um, one thing actually that comes to mind, a friend of mine who is a, um, a wellness coach raised my awareness around like real short bursts of, um, wellness with Ali. you can find her, um, short bursts of activity, right? Like if you, if we need to walk 30 minutes a day, Do it 10 minutes after each, um, meal, for example. So like, it's very liberating. And so I've found a lot of joy just taking the dog out for 10 minutes and like, this, this means something. I'm doing something and I'm out and it's like, I can fit this in between meetings. So I've actually, that's been something great that I've just started to like give myself some liberty around. Like I'm getting my exercise 10 minutes, three times a day. Dog's out. I'm out. It's beautiful. Whatever. That's one thing let's see i mean we both let's go back out.
1: and forth it buys you a little okay. time to think so i'll go okay, and then you care. can go again okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, I gotta think this through too okay uh mine is i, I text my friends i text people a uh-huh. lot yeah um and that's nice for me because otherwise i feel like i can really easily fall out of connection you know we used to see friends a lot more than we do for a wide variety of reasons um but yeah no i'm texting a lot and i love it i i genuinely enjoy it i look forward like i'll send something off i know they're busy But they're going to get back to me that night. So like that night, I've got a little something to look forward to sporting event on whatever. I love it. I'm texting like crazy. And I really, really enjoy that. And I think that there's a lot of connection that people can find there. And quite honestly, you can kind of hone some skills with it. Like Mm -hmm. you can try things out. Like, is it fun to text jokes to people or not? Is it fun to talk politics via text message or not? it's just a fun way to kind of experiment and let your relationships continue to grow. They don't have to be, you know, around the dinner table, which is really hard to execute. They can still grow on these platforms that we're all currently on. So that's a good one for me for sure.
0: I absolutely agree. I totally love it. And I have my like markers that even remind me to like
1: text people. It's Friday
0: morning. I'm sending out my TGIF memes. I scroll through my (laughs) thing for a
1: long time. I go way back. I'm like, Oh, I haven't texted that person for a while. Yeah, Bang. What's up? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's Monday morning. I'm sending the um, Michael Sarah in Arrested Development as um, (laughs) George Michael Bluth falling over. You know, like I have my traditions and I get them out there to all my people. You know, I love it. I agree. That gives me so much joy. Um, Yeah, yeah. and I I think that it is the like making sure I'm seeing the people and I'm working on this that you know we we saw each other okay now we're getting the next date on the calendar you know if it's yeah. happy hour if it's coffee before work with you you know like i'll yeah. join you on that one it's yeah. actually
1: putting the thing on the calendar
0: yep yes
1: it's not saying let's hang out it's yep. we're gonna hang out on no I, I have one with a couple of buddies yeah mid-november the date is locked the activity is locked if something changes we'll cancel it but you know this is a i gotta tell the story it's the same activity that i had scheduled with a couple of friends and we were texting back and forth all right where are we going to meet in what time and I literally had to say, wait, guys, I can't go. I just got invited to the White House. <laughs> and they're like, Shapiro, sh- that is- what talking about? I'm like, I'm not kidding. I swear this is the only thing I would cancel this for. But I really did just get invited to the White House on Saturday. I, I'm not going to be able to go. We got to. And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. You got to do it. And that actually happened. That was pretty cool. Amazing. But we got it back on the calendar, Good. putting the thing on the calendar, yep. the, you know, the tennis lesson, the run with your friends, having and then it's there to look forward to you're on Mm -hmm. call a bunch of days, you're just getting, you're just beat up. Oh my gosh. It's like there, there's your oasis. It's the best.
0: Absolutely agree. So another one I have is travel, making sure those adventures are happening, even if it is out of feels out of reach, or even if, you know, if it is out of reach, make it small, make it something super doable for the family, a day in Santa Cruz, you know, um, a day at the beach, but like, you know, having some kind of trip whether it's family friends, whatever it is, but some kind of adventure, some kind of getting out of this space to look forward to as that oasis it's the same thing the like dates with friends, but like the getting away, and you and I have like a absolutely epic um adventure to look forward to right now, which you know I can't even believe we get to do, but like having something like that, um a family trip to foreign lands. You know, getting to be real intentional about getting ready for it. And um, to me, that uh, that's on my list for sure.
1: Yeah, it's something Jessica and I, my wife we got really good at, too, of like just being locked in, being intentional, because otherwise the days just fly by and you feel like mm-hmm. you're always on call and it never it never stops. I think the third one for me is things that are widely shareable. And enjoying them with other people, whether it's you know a TV show like Ted Lasso that gets super popular, or a food trend that goes around, or enjoying coffee, or something like that. Things that are widely available, widely generalizable, the point to access are low in terms of like time, finances, you know, availability, um, that sort of stuff, and letting that just make me feel really happy, and that Mm -hmm. actually works really well for me. So, like. Coffee at the end of the day. I don't care what it is. I don't care where what it's poured from. If it's coffee, and I get to enjoy it,
0: I love it. Do I still need a third?
1: Yes, you still need a third. Absolutely, give the people what they want.
0: Give the people what they want. So let's see. We talked about getting together with friends. We talked about travel. We talked about texting. I mean, Mix it up.
1: I, give them give them a challenging one. Give them a, give them something they're not they're not ready for. I know. Give me something I'm not ready for. You're the you're the change agent.
0: I know. Well, okay, so. Here's something. You know, I work with really great people who, you know, we do try to in, have fun and 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 put beacons of fun in our work. So whether it's, you know, after we have a department meeting, we decide we're going to all bring our lunch so that we can eat outside together. I don't know, I feel like I work with a team that puts some intention around trying to make our work day and our work lives uh meaningful and joyful, you know, and that I think that takes a lot of intention and it takes a lot of work and it it takes carving out time sometimes when you feel like you don't have it, but it's so enriching because it brings, you know, we, we, um, spend a lot of time with the people we work with. And so, you know, to make sure that the time that we spend together also has some quality and some joy and some connection points, even when it feels like we don't have time for it, I feel like benefits us in all of the different areas, you know,
1: and it's in an environment where you're there a lot. You're, you know, you're, you're at work a lot. And now that we're in many, you know, most professions are back to work in person, at least some of the time. So I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's a really good one, bringing that same intentionality to the workplace so that we can continue to grow and build it. As best yeah. you can. But yeah. speaking of your work, just to, yeah. it's important to acknowledge, right, as we're working to support one another, work and get better. One of the main challenges in the region that we live in is a challenge around people with unstable housing or homelessness, especially after the wildfires and people who struggle with substance use disorder. And the work that you do has been a huge driver in the opening of Caritas Center. Mm-hmm. And so give us a little bit of a plug. What is the Caritas Center How do people look at it? And can this be a model for how this sort of work to support individuals who are really falling through the safety net in a really meaningful and sustainable way? Is this the way it can be done?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I work for Catholic Charities of Santa Rosa. I'm the volunteer program coordinator. And so really the goal of Caritas Center is that the services are all in one place so that the services can really be wrapped around those who are in need. So like, for example, Santa Rosa community health has a clinic there for both medical and mental health services. So that like, if somebody comes to the day center and let's say they're injured or they're having some kind of medical crisis, instead of the day center having to call 911, they can bring them up to the clinic. They can get healthcare right away. And then It's building trust with people so that our case managers have an opportunity to build trust and then to say, look, these are all of the other opportunities that we have to help you get into housing. And we have, you know, a person who gets locked into our programs has a case manager who helps them, whether it's um, looking for jobs, learning about like financial stability, um, even immigration services, all of those things. So like the, it's like we have this amazing building, but it's really about the people who are doing the work and make getting opportunities for them to get to actually serve. So like an example that I recently heard an amazing story about um, someone who had just chronic an adult in chronic homelessness was discharged from the hospital and went to Nightingale and the case manager was able, like he, I guess, desperately needed dental services. It was causing him tremendous pain. It was like a major obstacle, right? You've got an obstacle like that. You can't kind of, see through to the next step right so his case manager got him dental services he was able to get the tooth pulled or whatever it was that needed to be done the trust was built and now he's in he's in stable housing now you know i mean and of course that's a very long road sometimes you just need this main obstacle to get pulled out of the way and a person who's in homelessness needs respite needs a place to like find some peace so that they can start to see their way through so really that is the mission of Caritas center is to have so many different points of entry for people. So it's pretty exciting. And we do hope, I mean, it's very unique in this country, in the state, in this country. And we do hope that we're going to be able to show some real benefits so that it can be, you know, something that can be copied in other locations. So we're, we're excited. And, you know, it rained today and I heard the report that the Day Center saw, I think it was 81 more people today than yesterday who are so grateful to have a place to just like come in, maybe dry their clothes, um, get out of the rain for a little while and, you know, find some shelter. It's, it's a pretty big deal.
1: It's, it's a huge deal and it's an extraordinary It's an extraordinary project. The facilities are amazing. We'll have links in the show notes to it. And I'm just, I'm super proud of you that you're part of that and that it's something that's now part of your professional work because it's amazing and it serves so many people who, as you said, I mean, they really need it. And those moments of respite are just critically important for all types of, you know, physical, mental, spiritual healing. Um, And I just, I, I think it's awesome that you're doing that. And I'm delighted that you get to talk about it and we get to talk about it a little bit on episode 300. Speaking of which, oh my gosh, you were my three hundredth guest on Explore the Space, Karen. Thank you. I loved this was it. incredible. Yay. My sister. Thank this, you. Was, this was this is so cool. Oh,
0: cool. So much fun. See, this is fun. And I gotta tell you, I was nervous, but it's like we gotta take these opportunities, get a little bit uncomfortable and do something That's new, right. do something different, That's be with right. somebody that we care about and then Special way. So, yeah, thank
1: you. That's right. And I did take a screenshot. I'll send it to mom and dad. They're going to love oh, it. <laughs> Good. We are going to love Karen, it. Karen, this was awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. Episode 300 in the bag. Appreciate you. Thank you,
0: Mark. Appreciate
1: you too. My thanks once again to my sister, Karen, for joining me on episode 300 of Explore the Space podcast. This was an absolute blast. And of course, very special thanks to my wife, Jessica, and my son for coming on in the introduction to start us off. This was just this is too much fun. This whole experience is so wonderful. To all of you listening in 169 countries around the world, downloading the show, sharing the show, thank you so much. We're going to keep on cranking. We're going to be at episode 400 before we know it. We're going to be at a million downloads before we know it. I will keep cranking out great content. There are so many wonderful guests and people that I want to speak with and have back on the show, and there will be more challenges that confront us that we'll take on, and there will be more episodes of Ted Lasso for us to discuss on Med Lasso. We are just getting started, I promise you. You can for sure check out the Archive of Explore the Space podcast, www.explorethespaceshow.com. Feel free to subscribe and leave us that five-star rating interview. That really helps us out. Check out the merch store as well, explorethespaceshow.com forward slash merch. We've got tremendous art from some superb artists and some really fun thematic stuff. There's the Explore the Space logo. There's the Pluripotent logo. There's the Step Into the Tension logo. And there is, of course, the Hard Cosine logo. So check that out. See if there's anything there that you like. You can hit me on Twitter at ETS Show, Instagram at Explore the Space Show. You can email me anytime, Mark at ExploreTheSpaceShow.com. Special thanks as well to Caitlin Cowan, who does the wonderful graphics that I share on social media with each episode that I release. She does a fantastic job, and I enjoy working with her very much. You can find her on Twitter at Caitlin Cowan, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-C-O-W-A-N. And again, go back to the archive, take a look, 300 episodes. There's a lot there to dig into. There's a lot of amazing people to learn from. There's a lot of great things for you to weigh in on. It's all evergreen content. We're going to keep growing this incredible collection of episodes together. This is an absolute honor to be on this journey with you. Thank you so much for listening to Explore the Space. Here's to 300 episodes and here's to 300 more. We will be back soon. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com. And please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at ETS Show. And you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to Mark at ExploreTheSpaceShow.com.